Welcome back to the show. How the fuck you guys doing? Oh, wait, by the way, I'm here with Lil Jaguar and Lil Mindfuck. Wow. What's hey. up with it? Yeah. Um, I got a beer burp. Hold on. That was a solid one. Your mic levels are pretty high there. You need more bourbon. I'm just zoomed in. I got the shit. No, I'm not. See? Now my mic levels are like super fucking quiet. What are you talking about? Um, so mm-hmm. I got these play of pimp juices back on the fucking show. It's been, I don't know, months for sure. Mm-hmm. He was on it recently. What are you talking about? I was here just like three weeks ago. <laughs> what did you guys talk good. about? Nothing. Okay. You didn't listen to it? You're not subscribed? I am. I just don't have time for this shit. Oh my I gosh. Two jobs. Gotta edit out you saying my name now. Oh, I'm sorry. There's Pistol. one. It's all right. I got Damn a system it. now. I just go right through and edit okay. that shit right out. I'm sorry. I'll be better about it. All good. Um. So, uh, how, how have you been? Been a while since you've been on the show. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Because, uh, you do, I guess, like at least part time teaching piano yeah i actually i'm making about what i make at my job now i'm just afraid to quit my job so that should happen soon yeah oh good for you yeah i know i was uh i was at a point there where i was like probably making as much freelancing doing audio as i was doing part-time at the liquor store you Mm -hmm. know because it it paid shit per hour but then i'd get like random gigs doing audio where it'd make forty dollars an hour it's like fuck well, yeah, that's what I make. Yeah, I just do that a few 40. hours a week. I'm fucking sold. I make <laughs> you know, thirteen so. forty an hour at my job, which I hate, and I make forty dollars an hour teaching, yeah. so it's a no brainer. But yeah, I now, just... you pay your taxes, right? Oh yeah, I will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. I didn't, I'm not claiming anything from last <laughs> year. IRS mindfuck, fucking Jones is no, there. there's a loophole. I worked in taxes. There's a loophole. You didn't work in shit. Yeah, he did. I did. Actually, worked for an accounting office. Did a lot of taxes. Did you? Yep. I will be. And as long as you don't make $600 from a single source, you don't have to claim it. It's like so, our spiffs. So I didn't do it last year, but this year I will have to claim my taxes. Yeah, so technically, if she doesn't make $600 from one student in a year, she doesn't have to claim it. Free lessons after $600. <laughs> yeah. Once you're back to that point, you're like, ah, it's free lesson for next two months, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I'll claim my taxes for 2018. Now, I, you know what? I don't want to go on a fucking rant about this because I had some questions about Texas, but that's not going to be exciting to listen to. So yeah. what topics do we have? We have a couple good ones. Yeah. So first one on the list is coffee. Ooh. I'm a big fan of coffee. <laughs> coffee is my shit, son. Coffee-fee. I, I kind of, here's the thing. I didn't drink coffee until, I don't know. I'd say I was probably like 22 23 maybe i started kind of drinking it you know on a regular basis you know and uh now i'm a fucking animal mm-hmm. like i will hurt some coffee you know what i do maybe you know what this is like when i'm at work i have my coffee sitting there next to me and i do my job i occasionally reach over and grab it when i reach over and grab it and it's empty it's, a, it it's the worst feeling yeah. in the fucking world. <laughs> when I reach over and there's a little left, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that is my shit. I live for that moment when you're like, oh, I still got a little. I can feel it's warm. That could be a song. Here's I my story about coffee, okay? Okay, bring it. I thought it was the worst thing ever because I was trying to put like a cup of sugar in it. Um, but I was staying the night at his dad's house when we were first dating. 
And it was like Saturday morning and his dad just poured me a cup of coffee in the piano mug. He wanted me to have the piano mug. Uh-huh. And um, he just put a little hazelnut creamer in there and set it in front of me. And I didn't want to be rude, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll drink this fucking coffee. And I was 19 and I took a sip and it was the best thing I'd ever tasted. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. So I'm just like, I drank the whole cup and I was like, you know, please suck and have some more. Yeah. <laughs> now is it liquid creamer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liquid's a good shit. Yeah, so I have been an avid coffee drinker ever since. And now I'm like organic, fair trade, $15 coffee and a pour over Chemex every morning. (laughs) Chemex? Yeah, it's like the glass thing that you put a filter in. I hand grind my coffee. And I like pour water over it meticulously. It's it's a really asinine. It sounds enjoyable. <laughs> it's very. It's like a, you get to super. Yeah, drag out it's the great. process. It's, it's, a it's a like when you're ritual. It's like when you're about to shoot a heroin. Yeah, okay? yeah. The shooting, it's the best part. Or like but packing making a joint. It's the fun part. Packing a joint. You know you're about or, to yeah, get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, here we go. Get my kit ready. Let me get my needle. Brian. You're like, oh, it's coming. You want Never. don't. <laughs> Never done that. Don't, don't. Yeah, I have no. been drinking coffee since I was like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, started started young. 15. Working in the sawmill. Yeah. I mean, drinking it like you do now, more or less. Not quite. Um, yeah. I used to put creamer and sugar, or rather, just creamer or milk and sugar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maple syrup if I want to change it up. That yeah. shit's good. Your dad, last time we stayed with your dad, he put maple syrup in my coffee without my consent, and it was awful. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was so fucking no, sweet. No, it's good. Don't listen no, to it. No, it's bad. So I've been drinking coffee since I was like 15. Always put stuff in it. Always been a fan of like mochas and cappuccinos. And then I started working where we work now, and for some reason just switched to black coffee. I don't put anything in there anymore, and I can never really? go back. Drinking black now. Just Black coffee. Once you get Once black, you, go black, you never, never go, go back. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> I thought I was original. She thought of it too. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was clever for a second. That You're was, clever. I think was, there's it been was a low f- hanging fruit. We both went for it. Yeah. I think there's been a few people that have said that phrase before you. but you know, I, I'm pretty you know, sure whatever. we both made it up at the same time. So I don't know what you're talking about. You, okay. you keep thinking that. So the thing about coffee is I love it. Okay. Oh, me too. Now, do you drink decaf ever? No. No. That's a, well, here's the thing. It's worthless. Here's, here's my argument, okay? Because, you know, if you drink caffeine all the time, you do become dependent on it. You know, where then you, when you don't drink it, you feel like fucking zombie. Mm-hmm. I feel that now, right? now. I don't drink that much coffee. Two cups a day, you know? Two mm-hmm. solid cups. So Lightweight. Two. On the weekend, sometime I'll want to have another cup, but I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't be drinking coffee to sit around the house and watch TV, <laughs> you know? Like, what do I need energy for, you know? So... Sometimes I'll drink a decaf and like trick myself because I, I want a coffee and I taste it and it tastes good, but it's, it's no, you know, doesn't. Yeah, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it doesn't taste different. Caffeine's tasteless. No, it doesn't taste different, but it's just. But not... I know it's decaf. That shit yeah. doesn't work on me. Okay, decaf is back garbage. to heroin. So it's like <laughs> you, you're, not, you're not going to have no methadone. You want the real shit. Well, I wouldn't yeah. Know. I don't know. I'm just making it up. It's contextual, too, because if I'm in a different situation and I don't have any, I'm fine. There's a thing where, like, if heroin addicts shoot up in a room different than the one they usually do, they're more likely to overdose. Really? Yeah. 
How about that? So your brain really does control all of it. Holy shit. Fucking drugs, man. You know what's still legal, though? Fucking booze. Yeah. Who's, you gotta, where's your drink? Right here. All right. Drink. Got it. Cheers. Cheers, Raj. Come on, give me a little clang. Bud Light's piss. You yeah. need some better beer up in here. See, that's funny you say that because uh, I feel like I splurge on the Bud Light. Whereas, like, versus our, like our buddy, Light. Our buddy Fam, for instance, he goes with uh, fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, like, like, you, you cheap bastard. Like, you realize you could spend about a dollar more and get Yingling? I don't think that's any better. Oh, it's from yes, Pennsylvania. It is. You're biased. Yeah, no, it's, it's like way it's way richer, than, and it's yeah. like it tastes like home in mountains, and it feels like holy fuck. That's a genius idea. All right, what? blind beer, beer taste test. I would next know podcast. it was Yingling. Okay, we're doing okay. it. I tell you, all right. Damn near my favorite beer has got to be Blue Moon. That's different though. That's wheat ale. Yeah. We're talking about Pilsner. Though yeah. Yingling's I'm not a lager. About that. Yingling's a lager, yeah. Yeah. So Yingling's... we're talking about delicious beers. Yingling's awesome yeah. and Bud Light is piss. Bud Light's not great. I'll admit that, but it's like especially you don't understand how cheap the alcohol prices are here. Okay? Oh yeah, no, we do. We do. This is cheaper. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah. Is it expensive where you're from? Everything's expensive. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. So, for instance, this 24-pack I just got was $14.99. What does that cost where you're from? Probably $16.99. I worked at a beer yeah. distributor back home. Yeah. I think 24-pack of Bud was $16.99. Yeah, I'd say back in North Carolina, you're probably looking at $16.99 to $18.99, mm-hmm. depending, you know, but in yeah. fucking It's because of the taxes Nashville, are higher. That shit's like $23. Oh, well, it's yeah. outrageous. Pennsylvania and Nashville. North Carolina, I think, are blue states, higher taxes. Okay, it could be, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't understand how that works, because like, I always thought like Nashville is way closer to like Louisville or whatever where it's made than yeah. like North Carolina. Well, the Bud North Light Carolina, factory is in you know? Ohio. I don't know how stuff works. I like to, I like to say things with no proof. But yeah, I, I am like an encyclopedia, so you're not going to We landed do that. on the moon. Yeah, we did. I know it. We did. Do you believe that? I do. I do too. Okay. All right. See, we're on the same page. They didn't fuck you. Do you believe us? Of course, I believe you. Okay, we're on the same page too. I didn't didn't mean when I said fuck you a second ago. Uh, All right, fuck you if you got offended. Okay. uh, Good. Bush did nine eleven. Yeah, I got a. Oh my god. I got a friend who's a he's a big bitch. No, you're not supposed to say names. That's one name. Nah, he's fine. I yeah, say his yeah, name yeah. all the time. Okay. He's the only one that listens. So, like, last time I had Sheriff on the show, and we were talking about, like, something, and I was like, dude, I was like, we can't say that. That's fucked up. He's like, nobody's going to hear this anyways. I was like, Mitch is listening. And I was like, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You know? Like, what do you think, Mitch? And it was like a big silence, and I was like, Mitch, we're listening. Like, say something, <laughs> you know, just to fuck with him in case he was listening. For sure. Which he probably didn't. No. Um, are we talking about coffee still? No, we're done with coffee. That was supposed to be what we were still talking about. What's the next topic? Next up, we have bank loans. I need some advice. Check this shit out. I've been planning on buying a new car Mm -hmm. for a while, right? And I've been planning on buying straight cash. Yeah. Okay? Do it. Problem is, it's a lot of fucking money, okay? Mm -hmm. 
So let's just say, let's let's just say that I had nine thousand dollars saved, mm-hmm. and I wanted to spend seven thousand dollars on a car, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It seems kind of irresponsible to spend that much of my savings on a car. Well, here's right? the deal. Okay. If you say put down two you said grand. Said my name again. That's all oh, right. Oh, sorry, pistol. <laughs> well, right. pistol. Let's say you put down two grand on the car, and you put the rest on a bank loan. You're still going to pay seven grand, but you're going to pay that plus interest. So it's better to pay the whole car in cold, hard cash and then replenish your savings than to have a loan. But I do suggest you get a credit card and pay it off every month to build your credit and have an emergency access. Yeah, it is a different topic. I need your advice. I've been wanting to talk to you about that because I know you got the credit card We'll talk about debt in general. Okay. Okay. So, for instance... What is like a average like bank loan interest rate for like a car? Let's just say that I wanted to get ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars for to get a nice car. It depends on your credit score. Do you know what that is? I do. What is it? Seven hundreds. Okay, you're looking at probably eight or nine percent. Eight or nine percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Okay, so that's annual, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say, so Compound. if it's ten thousand dollars, okay. So if it's ten thousand dollars, that means that my interest would be like eight or nine hundred dollars per year. You'll pay year. thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars for the car. Extra. Extra. Well, no, well, just all together. You'll pay three to four thousand dollars over the price of the car. Okay, so thirteen to fourteen grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. I yeah. didn't know it was that yeah. high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, because I, I, I was reading online and some people were saying like, oh, yeah, I paid like 3%. So like, yeah, I got a, you know, $10,000 car, but I paid like 300 bucks. Yeah, interest, only if you Which is reasonable. Is like, I was like, that's, that's fine. That's per year, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I guess if um, my plan wouldn't be to like finance the whole fucking thing, like I'd probably put down a couple grand at least mm-hmm. and then take the rest. And I'd like to pay that off in a year. You well, know, here's, like, that's a good plan. Here's yeah. my suggestion for you, though. Yeah. You drive a piece of shit from 1991. Thank you. <laughs> so to upgrade... It's a decent car. You, it okay? is. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm it. At, I, I admire Everybody you for that. Everybody makes fun of my no, car. I admire you for that a lot. But my advice is that you don't need to spend seven to ten grand to upgrade. Okay. You could get a $5,000 car. I'm not going to, but go ahead. Okay, no, you he could. wants a sport car. Okay, well, my advice anyway would be to go in the five, three to five thousand dollar range. Get a nice car from between two thousand and five and yeah. two thousand ten. It'll run great, last you a long time. You won't. You'll only cut half your savings, and yeah. um, you won't have to be in debt for it. Okay, that's Problem my is, official. I don't advice. actually have nine grand saved. That was a little okay. high. Okay, okay, <laughs> so, okay. It's a hypothetical example, but um. Yeah, so I mean, I I'm pretty set on the kind of car that I want, and mm-hmm. like I could get like a 2003 model for like four grand, but okay. I could get like a 2009 model for like twelve. Okay, <laughs> you know, so I mean, I, I'd kind of like to get like a 07. Yeah, find something in the middle, and if you want to yeah. get a loan, that's not the end old. of the world. It'll yeah. build your credit. Yeah, and all of that. If you plan on paying it off quickly, it's not a terrible thing. Yeah, I just am very anti debt. I like to be You're free. right. So. And I, I definitely hate the idea of paying any kind of interest on something because mm-hmm. especially on a depreciating asset that's going to be worth less right. a year from now. Well, but if you think, a used car doesn't depreciate 
that right. fast, not like a new car but would. But if you right, think so. long term, like we keep yeah. all of our extra money in index funds. And it only makes sense to carry debt if the interest rate is lower than what your savings is making sitting there. Yeah, yeah, So if right. you're not making any money on your savings, debt is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. You're better sure. off spending hard cash on your car right. and then rebuilding your savings. Right. See, the, the saving grace of this whole situation, either way I go, is that in this next year I'm probably going to make Twenty more thousand dollars than I ever made in my life. Oh yeah, you know us too. That's the thing is because like let's say I paid an extra two thousand dollars. Let's just say I had a twenty percent interest rate on a loan that I got. Mm -hmm. It's no fucking problem. I got a fucking bucket full of money falling on my lap. (laughs) But do you want the (laughs) bucket full of money to build your wealth, or do you want the bucket full of money to build the banker's wealth? Yeah, no, you're you're definitely right. So, I mean, the thing is, if I had to. if I could get a nice ass car that I want mm-hmm. now and drive it all year and pay an extra eight hundred dollars for it, it seems fine if I'm gonna end up with nineteen thousand extra dollars. Tell <laughs> you me know, though, it's like, does yeah, your car still ever? run? It does. And yeah. how long will it take you to make the savings you need to outright buy the car you want? Well, it depends how you think about it, right? So like let's just say I've already got eight grand saved. Um, so how long would it take to save another eight grand or do you mean? Well, how much money do you need? Well, let's say like the car that I want seven grand. Okay. Okay. So I could buy it right now and be fucking broke. Okay. You know? Well, how much money do you want to have in savings after you buy the car? I would like to have at least four grand. Okay. So how long will it take you to save another five grand? Yeah. Yeah. Who fucking knows? <laughs> I would say you in this could, line of work. I would say you could next do that month, in six to eight months, six months at least. Yeah. Can you drive your car for another six to eight months? For sure. Do that. Yeah, I've been thinking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I've totally been thinking. Is like, you know, man, as much as you want it, mm-hmm. you can still get that car in six. You're months. You're single and in your twenties. You know? Okay. You will never regret being careful. I'm with twenty three years old. Oh, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. No, but you will you won't regret it if you're careful now. Yeah. Late in life is when you buy the toys. Now is yeah. when you let your money make you money. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're totally right. I feel like now you're saying all the things that I already yeah. thought. I just wanted somebody to yeah. say it. Now, if your, car, <laughs> if your car like shits the bed and yeah. you're in an emergency, yeah, get a car loan. But if your right. car is running fine... Okay. Okay, and you don't need to do any repairs above like five hundred dollars. Yeah. For the next six to eight months, while you save the rest of your money. Right. Wait. See, and I've even debated, like my car. We rebuilt the engine. I mean, it's hell. I guess it's been five years now, but like it seemed like, oh, we just rebuilt the engine. But like, it's been a while now. But like, my car runs fucking great. There's a few cosmetic is really the thing. If I got a paint job on that car, it'd be like. So much nicer than it is. Cobalt, ours too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just that alone would change a lot, you know. But don't but, put that kind of money into cosmetics at this stage. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the thing is, I honestly, I do plan on keeping that car for a very long time mm-hmm. because I, I look at other, you know, like I'm in a few Facebook groups for like Honda Preludes and shit like that. And you know, I, I see a few other people that have the same one that I do. And like, theirs are like rusted to hell and like falling apart and 
my car's in good shape, dude. Like, I'm driving it every day. You know? I admire so, your car a lot. Thank you, you know? And it's it's just really a few cosmetic things. And if I put, like, I wrote it all out. If I went all out and fixed everything that was wrong with that car, it'd be, like, 2200 bucks to fix, like, everything. No, you're you're smart with your car. I have a friend who, you know, just graduated college and, you know, is making okay money. Yeah. And lives alone, so no roommate or anything, you know, just kind of cutting it close. Uh, she she likes cars a lot. Yeah. And she bought a really expensive car on a loan. And it just, it straps her. Yeah. And I just think that's a silly thing to do when you're yeah. that age. Yeah, especially the worst part is when you hit that tipping point where, like, you owe six grand on the car, but your car's only worth four grand. Yep. And you got to fix it. And, and you're like, you're so fucked, dude. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And they're like, well, we could get you into a newer car. Uh-huh. You know, at this price. And you're like, let's do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, you fool. That happened to my mom. Now you have two loans. <laughs> yeah. Like, like when I, I talked to my mom about this a while back, and uh, she was saying that when she bought her latest new vehicle, which, you know, was like 2003, she bought a new truck and... She's like, I didn't haggle on the price at all. I was like, you're a sucker. You know, like, you probably spent five more grand than you needed to. You know what I mean? Like, So our cars, we have a 2006 Chevy Cobalt. And right. um, it retails about um, five to six grand. Uh-huh. But we only paid 3200 because it was caught in a hailstorm at the dealership before we got it. Hey, there you go. So we got like... I imagine there were a few dents on it. Oh, tons. It's awful. Okay. Awful paint. It looks terrible, runs great. There you go. So we got a great deal. And then our, our other car is a 2003 Volkswagen Jetta with, what, 261,000 miles? Yep. And um, we paid $1,600 for that. And that's our car fleet. Hmm. That's pretty yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good, at least financially. All right. Talk about anything. I got to plug this computer in. I forgot I don't got, the, I don't got it fucking plugged in. It's going to die. Yeah. All right, so talk good about Lord. what it's like being married gay people. Well, we are married straight people. For sure. Um, Definitely not gay at all. <laughs> <laughs> being know. married is fun. <laughs> yeah, totally fun. Yeah. yeah. Good time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're coming up on four years. Fuck yeah, we are. It's a long time. We were like babies when we got married. We didn't even know. Yeah, we had so no idea what like we were doing. We're not going to get divorced. No, we're not. We're not getting divorced, motherfucker. Do you see us getting divorced? I think last time we were here, he gave us a 60% chance of staying together. 60. That's what she said. Why just 60? What do you see here that would indicate divorce? Or pistol? Fail. God damn it. What do you see here that would indicate divorce pistol? Oh, it's the wrong one tonight. And we're back on the fucking show. Everybody had their little pisses. They had their little smokeses. And apparently pistol's a bitch when it comes to cold weather. Now, if by that you mean I know how to bundle up, then yeah. Yeah, bundle up and then still get cold after you're sitting out there for three minutes. Chaw. Okay. Yeah. We're from the beach, bro. Okay. <laughs> Chaw. We're from the mountains. You don't know nothing about being warm in the summer. 
Well, it gets oh, no, pretty it gets warm, warm there. It's like 90 degrees in the summer, negative 20 there. in the winter. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Did, okay, so uh, we got one more topic before the hot topic. Hot topic. Guns. Yeah, so what's before bum, that? Bum, bum. Irrational fears. All right, let's talk about some irrational fears. If you really think about it, do you have any fears that you think are like, that's so stupid to be afraid of, but I totally am. I am terrified of butterflies. Like, really? so scared. If there's a butterfly floating by, not only will I scream, I will shove you out of the way to protect you. Wow. I will, like, cry. See, now, not really cry. Where does but, this stem like, from? I mean, I don't as know. Long it's as you always been there. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I remember when I was like a toddler, I had a pillow. And it was like a lamb chop pillow. Do you remember Lamb Chop, the show? Oh yeah. Okay, I had a lamb chop pillow, and the lamb chop pillow had a butterfly on it. And I remember being sick one night. And I got into bed with my parents, and I think I was just sleeping with my dad. My mom went to the couch because, you know, I was a little pain <coughs> in the ass. And um my Still are. My lamb chop pillow was on the floor next to my bed, next to the bed, and I was with my dad. My dad was like sleeping beside me and I had a fever. So this could have been some sort of delirium. Well, it was. But I distinctly remember like this vivid hallucination where the butterfly on my lamb chop pillow like turned real and landed on my hand and it disintegrated. And I had like these butterfly scales like stuck to my hand and I like flipped out screaming and crying and just general meltdown, and my dad woke up and was, like, trying to console me, and I was, like, flipping out over the pillow. What the fuck? And Are you sure you weren't on acid or something? <laughs> no, yeah. I was, like, three. I was, I was the like, same three. Thing. <laughs> I was <laughs> say, I had the same thing, Ham, but I was on LSD at 23 yeah. years old. I think you I may like, have had too much red dye that day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I was afraid of them before that or not. Well, I used to like wake up in the night and like see my room <laughs> covered in butterflies, and like now when I look at a butterfly, I just see scales and antennas and legs, and I just wow, I flip the fuck out. You know what's one that uh, freaks a lot of people out is dragonflies because I don't think they can even bite you. I don't I think don't they like can sting either. you. Like they can bite. I don't know. No, if so, can. it's probably really mild, you know? Yeah. But that's when the people are like, oh, freak the fuck out about it. I was like, it's not a wasp. Like, a wasp, I'd be like, fucking, don't fuck See, with me. I'll I'm not afraid out. that butterflies will hurt me. I know mm. they won't hurt me. I'm not afraid of them. I don't like them, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, I know it won't hurt me, and I know it won't hurt you. What are you laughing about? I just saw you sign up on the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eat more fad. Food. Lift more than sheriff. Yeah. Stop being trash. <laughs> he wrote that one. Yeah. Uh, I wrote the first two, though. Eat more food. <laughs> so. so, yeah, I know butterflies won't hurt me. I just yeah. am not fond. What about you guys? What do you got? My only major fear is um, it's not heights. It's the fear of falling. You don't ah. like Mr. Clean Magic Erasers either. No, I just don't like the texture of them. I'm not irrationally afraid of them. I can I chase just... him around the house with a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Really? And yeah. I don't I don't like how it feels. I just rub it that, on him and he flips foam, the fuck out. I don't know what it is about that foam, but I can't stand don't the like feeling it. of it. I don't like it at all. Oh, that's <laughs> weird. But yeah, I don't I don't like being up high a lot. Not afraid of falling. 
No, I'm afraid of falling. Okay. I'm no, not he's afraid, afraid of, of hitting the ground. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> afraid of... It's not the fall that kills you, it's a sudden stop. Exactly. Well, at least it yeah. makes sense. Uh, so what I do every day is I'll take a walk on break at work, and I'll go out to that little balcony that's out there above the diner. I'll just stand there on the very edge, and I'll... Just think, like, what if I dove on my fucking just, head? Yeah, like, end it all. I can. As oh, yeah, soon have as you ever I been approach, up high and just thought about jumping? Just like had that instinct, the urge to just jump off. No. Oh, <laughs> see, no, no. Have you ever like driving your car and you just feel like you should just like swing off the road off a cliff or something or into a wall? No. Oh, <laughs> so that's not normal. I, I wouldn't say so. Okay, so I definitely anyways. thought that like if I if I just turn the wheel six inches. Right, yeah. I'm fucking dead. Yeah. I'm fucking dead if I just go like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Or that way. Either way, if I just do this, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dead guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Finish, please. As I'm yeah. approaching the railing, I can feel anxiety really? and adrenaline building up. And as I, once I get to it, like, I will get shaky. See, to me, that's not high enough that it bothers me. Like, I'm like, uh, if I fell off me. that, I'd probably break an arm and I'd be fine. Fucking fine. Yeah, I don't so, want to break an arm. Or if it's high enough that like I would definitely die, that's when I kind of get like, holy fucking shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But me and heights, we don't get along well, which is weird because yeah. I used to climb trees and like go all the way to the very top and stick my hand On a out skinny the top. branch. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I've got those memories as a kid too, where I was like, I would never do that now. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, dude. I mean, I I have times that I think of when I was a kid that like. I had to have been 50 feet off the ground, like way oh, the sure. fuck up in this big giant tree in our backyard, standing there, no hands, oh, look at me, you know, and just like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, it gives me a fucking heart attack just thinking about it now, yeah. you know, but. You used to jump out of that in the leaf piles. But I mean, the thing is, when you're when you're a kid, you're also so light and so yeah. low to the ground that like you have a better control of your center of gravity. Like when you're tall, you're this big long fucking waving thing you could easily lose your balance and be off but like when you're a kid you're just right there also you know? when you're a kid your brain hasn't fully developed and doesn't like recognize Funnel things cortex. like oh shit i could fall down and kill myself yeah. yeah yeah when you get to an adult you're like nope i could definitely die from this i oh, used yeah. to like jump off things because i um you know the bible verse if you have the faith of a mustard seed you can do anything that sounds so, yeah. reasonable. I used to get up high. <laughs> Did I and mention be like, I'm an atheist? Yeah, yeah, I am now. <laughs> but I'd be like, okay, God, I have faith. I'm going to jump off this. I'm going to fly. <laughs> I wouldn't. It didn't work, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I used to take uh, like grocery store bags. You know, like oh, the yeah. bags they gave you, and I put I it on my that. arms in like a parachute. I did that. I tried it, it with an umbrella. didn't help me float it all. I did that with an umbrella, too. Didn't work. Yeah. Not even, not even, not even slightly. a little. <laughs> yeah. No. My brother and I used to tie my mom's pantyhose to the banister and like use them as bungee cords. Oh, really? That's yeah. great. <laughs> Good love. <laughs> what was this topic that we started on? How Irrational, Irrational fears. fears. What are you afraid of? Oh, yeah. Um, Public speaking. Oh, yeah. That's an irrational fear. Yeah. It is. Nothing's going to happen. You're going to be fine. Well, you could just use lose yeah. all your friends and no one will love you and everybody will think you're an idiot. So. Wow, That's not going to happen. for... Yeah. <laughs> if I went up in front of a crowd of like everybody I know and a bunch of strangers and just ate shit and panicked and <laughs> cried and shit my pants and everybody saw 
We'd still love you. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. No. It really wouldn't. You know, But you would get a lot of shit. It'd make a good story for a lot of people. Yeah. But, like, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. My life wouldn't change, really, you know? Mm -hmm. But if I go to speak in front of seven people I don't know, I have a fucking panic attack. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. By the way, Monday morning, buddy. I'm not ready for it, (laughs) man. Wait, what do you got to do Monday morning? We have to do role-playing Monday morning. We should do some role-playing tonight. I was Not just that kind of role playing, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> He'd ace that shit. Good luck. <laughs> no, it's awkward as hell. Yeah, no, ours ours is as well. So it's it's not good. It's awful. The thing is, we do the job all fucking day, every day. Yeah. That's not awkward at all. No. Doing it in front of a group of fucking strangers. Yeah. That's where it gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. All day, every day, you're just talking to another person. Yeah. You get in front of a bunch of strangers and you have to act like you're talking to another person. It's totally different dynamic. I try to think about this in my head. Like, what is anxiety? Like, what what is that that's triggering the anxiety? For, in, for instance, let's say it's the same situation, but there's three people. Mm-hmm. Does it make you anxious? Yeah. What about four? What about five? You're like, yeah. where's the cutoff point to like, this is getting crazy? You well, know, what it's a makes weird you thing. anxious is the, the fear of looking dumb and losing social acceptance. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, well, for instance, you ever get a call where you have like two customers on the phone at the same time, like a conference call? Nope. I've had a couple of those, and I felt a little like this is this is strange. You're like I'm yeah. talking to a group of people. You're gonna give me a panic attack. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yeah, this is See, more than one person. Reason, oh no! For some reason, I do better in front of a lot of people than just a few. Like if I'm performing piano, say, uh-huh. um, I'm more comfortable with a large crowd than four or five people. Because four or five people, I can feel their focus on me better. Yeah, like a crowd is a crowd, but four or five people is four or five people. Right. Yeah, I've heard the same thing with like stand-up comedians where mm-hmm. it's like if it's a small crowd, if that guy is like, that's fucking stupid. That's 20% you of say your it. crowd not laughing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whereas like yeah. if it's a big giant audience, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a big roar, oh, yeah. you know. You're not focused on like the three people that think you're fucking stupid, you know, when really it's maybe 2,000 people that think you're stupid, <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, yeah but yeah, but you have eight thousand that don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's a terrifying job. Mm-hmm. Horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. Uh, uh. It's an awesome idea. Like you go up there and you talk shit, and people give you lots of money. Lots. Yeah. Oh, so but much. the whole speaking in front of all those people thing—that's not great. There's no bueno. Yeah. Now let me ask you: Do you ever look up videos on YouTube of like people having like panic attacks on stage or like? you know, stand-up comedy fails or anything? No. You don't want to. No. The only thing I've watched of that nature kind of is Stephen Slate losing his shit at NAMM. That was pretty funny. I missed that. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, Although, I mean, he he was like, I mean, he was looking in control as much as he was freaking out. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so at the NAMM show. yeah, Yeah. NAMM show. Uh, it's where all the vendors go and release their newest products. So Stephen Slate does a bunch of uh, software stuff, and he came out with this microphone that does His modeling. name is also the company, yeah. Slate, Slate Digital. Yeah, I'm familiar. So he makes microphones that can do modeling, so you can take like a regular SM57 
and supposedly make it sound like a Neumann U87. Well, to be fair, they have their own mic, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. Yeah. So you anyway, can use this late digital mic and make it sound like any mic you want. Yeah. So anyways, they're at the NAMM show and... <laughs> The NAMM show apparently has a marching band that goes through the bam, building. Bam, 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 yeah. bam. <laughs> like loud as fuck. It's really obnoxious. Yeah. But the marching band starts playing and Stephen Slate is on stage trying to present this microphone digital system modeling to everybody. And he's just like, you know... God forbid we go one dB SPL over what we're supposed to be at, but fucking marching band can come through and fucking ruin all of our... I'm going to fucking contact Nam and fucking make them refund me the amount of money that I'm losing on this because I can't present my fucking product. Yeah. It's just like going on That's this not a panic attack. Rant. That's a rage attack. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I mean, he definitely wasn't totally. like freaking out at all. Like he was, he was definitely just... And- I think he had a valid point. Oh, for because sure. The, a- the band in the background was so fucking loud, and you're supposed to be listening to this microphone. It's supposed to be like this really subtle effect, like that. Yeah. Wow, that really does sound like you. It's studio stuff. All you can hear is like you know you hear kind of the song playing over like, bam, 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 like super fucking loud. And he's like, yes, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, we're gonna do an audio demo with a goddamn marching band right now. Yeah, yeah that's fucking. That makes a lot of sense. That's great <laughs> you know? guys, thanks so and I much. Was like he's he. Totally has a point, you know, but the thing is... Very valid point. People don't like him, so... <laughs> okay. You know, it's, it's like, fun to point out that he's freaking out, but, like, you know, it's reasonable. I probably would have been thinking at least the same thing if I didn't say it. Oh, yeah. You know? It reminds me of Greg Helm. Remember Greg Helm? From yes. NRB? Yes, I remember him. He was a douche. <laughs> we that went- guy was a douche. You don't fucking know him. Shut up. Greg, yeah, we, no, Greg. no, we went we with our know. last job. We went to um, NRB, which is the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. You poor bastards! It was in yeah, Nashville, it was horrible. but our PV rep was named Gray Helm, <clears throat> and he was on the trip with us. And he spent like four days hitting on me. I was just thinking molestation. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> it you go was ahead. close. Colin felt the need to aggressively defend his territory. Yeah. But remember, I picked his pocket twice. Yeah, that happened. That was fun. <laughs> I got his gum, <laughs> <laughs> I got his business card. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> so nothing useful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not actually going to steal anything that'll get me arrested. I just yeah. have to, as I soften yeah, I with age, so the fuck went. <laughs> as, yeah. as I grow older and adapt to society more and become like this suburban housewife, I sometimes still feel the need to prove that I can do <sighs> things like pick pockets yeah. and, um, you know. You know what you need? Car surf. DUI. No. No? No. Okay. I like having a driver's license. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. That's worth the shot. Good love. <sighs> I was expecting her to call by now. She didn't. Let's see. She go to bed? Well, to be fair, when I sent the message, I was thinking, I was thinking, I'll tell you when, about five minutes. See, if she would have called in five minutes later, I'm like, I didn't say to call in yet. Right. <laughs> So it's a lose-lose for her. No matter what she does, I'm like, you didn't do it right. <laughs> you failed. You yeah. had one job. Yeah, like if I waited seven minutes, I'm like, I told her five. <laughs> she didn't call in or make a big deal. <laughs> if she's not reading my mind and calling in instantly, she just fucking ruined it. She okay? messed it up. 
All right, so Damn it. before we get into it, because she's probably going to call in any fucking second here. Hopefully. Let's talk about some gun control, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So, for instance, um, I mean, this is obviously a hot topic that's been going on for years and increasing more and more with mm-hmm. all the school shootings and shit like yeah. that. Um, so, I mean, for me, I have always been sort of, I mean, sort of passive on the topic. I mean, really until the last, like, maybe two years, I've kind of even really started thinking about, like, where do I sit on this topic, you know? Because I really just was like, eh, it's like any other politics shit. I was like, eh, no, fuck off. I don't give a shit, you know, whatever. Um, but, man, with all the, like, shooting tragedies that have happened lately, I gotta say, man, I'm fucking, I'm going from straight in the middle to leaning over towards, like, the left. Take everybody's guns. I'm leaning that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not 100% sold on it, and I totally understand the Second Amendment, and, you know, I, I like the idea of it and everything, but a lot of it I have problems with, too. So, wait, we I hear a ding. Deanna! Beep, 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 beep. It's me. Oh, my God. I got I to gotta mute. Hold on one second. You need to fix that. Yeah, I'll fix it one second. Okay, wait. Sound check. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Perfectly. Perfect. Great. All right. Awesome. Okay, so we were just kicking off the topic here. So, um, okay, so just to kind of recap, I'm probably, you know, I used to, like, not give a shit at all about gun control. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Take it or leave it. I don't really care. Like, most things, you know, like, you know, whatever. Take gay marriage, whatever. It's just things that I don't give a shit about. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I don't, whatever. I don't give a fuck, you know, so, but in the last couple of years with all of these school shootings and shit, I got to say, I'm kind of leaning towards like, we got to get rid of these fucking guns, man, you know, so, um, all right, so in terms of letting one of you go first, I, all right, we're going to have Jaguar be our moderator here because he's he says he's right in the middle. You didn't say that, but I'm going to say that you're in the middle because that makes more <laughs> sense. Um, who, what do you think? Who Who should go first? Who is, gosh, who has the closest birthday? When's everybody's birthday? Oh, shit. When's your birthday, Deanna? Well, mine was like this month. That's pretty close. That's yeah, pretty that's damn backwards. close. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, I mean, if you want to go first, you totally can. I would love to hear your opinion on gun control, you know, whether you're going to talk about the most recent shooting or... Just your opinion in general. I know you had posted on Facebook recently, kind of kind of ranting about it, so I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So before we jump into that, we're going to do this kind of like a debate-style type thing. So we're going to give everybody like five minutes to... Uninterrupted. Yeah, uninterrupted. Just point, put out your point of view, say what you need to say. We're going to give somebody else a chance after that, and then we'll do the back and forth thing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead whenever you're ready then. Okay, sure. So, um, it, honestly, I'm, I was just exactly the same as Pistol. I was like, you know, whatever, um, people can have guns, that's fine, as long as they're responsible with it, you know, they have a place to keep it in, and they're not just shooting around, that's fine. But, obviously, that's not what's happening, and it's just like, I feel like every month or so i just hear something about a shooting happening here and there and for me just when you hear about school shootings it just hits me the most because i i just don't think it's it's fair that kids 
just kids, teenagers, kids have to go through something like that for no reason. They just die for no reason just because someone decided to go and shoot them. I don't know. That just upsets me the most. Yeah. So it's just, you know, like it's just been happening and happening. And I've been thinking about it more and more that, oh, my God, this needs to be controlled. Someone has to do something. And then just this shooting happens. And I go on Facebook and, you know, I read about it. And I mean, damn, like, I mean, I've what got me so upset was that, like, at least like three or four posts was from people not saying they're sorry for the for the kids that died, but that they're like, oh, it's not guns' fault. It's not about the guns. It's about the it's about the people, mental health, blah blah blah. You know, you don't you don't you don't blame a car for a DUI. You blame the person and just so on. I'm like, seriously, right. you like care more about your gun than about seven seventeen people that died there, kids included, for no absolutely no reason, just because someone decided he's gonna go and shoot at them. So this is when my rage started. I was like, this is insane. Like, yeah. just, I just honestly, I couldn't hold it anymore. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, they go, go about it. They don't even say they're sorry for the life loss. They say that they're, oh, it's not the guns. Please don't take my precious gun away from me. I'm, and, and that's just where it started. I just feel like a lot of countries, like, I'm not, like, I'm not saying take guns away from everyone. I'm saying make it strict. It's a deadly weapon. Don't just allow every single person to just go to Walmart and buy it. This is not how it should be. Like, this is a deadly weapon. It should be bought more responsibly and held more responsibly. And people saying that it's, it's about mental health and just blah, 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 so on. Well, we have 7 billion people in the world and so many countries and every single country has people with mental health issues. It's not just in the United States. Everyone has people that has mental health issues. That's obvious, you know what I mean? And But you don't hear about so many shootings in all the other countries. It's just here. Yeah. And you just ask yourself, why? And obviously it's because these people, they have issues, yet they can go easily buy a deadly weapon and just rage on other people and kill other pe- other people for no reason. Yeah. And people won't do anything about it until it's touching them, until one of their person died, you know? Like, they're just sitting there and like, oh, uh, just thoughts and prayers and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll pray for you. Like, oh, really? You're going to pray for me? That's not helping. Like, just, yeah. I'm not going to get religious, but it's just crazy how people were would sure with kids at home will just hold their gun and on the on their keyboard they're just gonna be it's not the gun's fault it's the people's fault no it's not just that. Right. It's, it's actually both and you have to deal with both issues yes it's a mental health issues yes people with mental health can afford health care because it's so expensive but they can afford a gun they can just go buy a gun so surprise you have so many shootings happening and nobody's doing nothing about it like, it's crazy. It's yeah. Dumb. Doesn't it amaze you how gun companies don't even have to spend a dime on advertising, on marketing, on PR, or nothing? Because parents will just <laughs> protect their guns instead of their kids. Like, I'm like, how, 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 how? <laughs> like, how? You, yeah. Like, you guys imagine, I don't know if you have kids, if everyone on the podcast has kids or not. I don't. But that's still... No kids. No kids. <laughs> kids but that's still like... 
for me, it just makes my blood boil when I hear about it, when it can be so easily managed, so easily, without, you don't have to go radical about it. You don't have to take everyone's guns out of their house. You know, I understand this is something everyone grew up with. They're used to having a gun. And that's okay, as long as it's controlled, as long as there's regulations, as long as you pass certain tests. So it's really easy. In order to own a gun, you have to pass a psychological test, maybe an interview with a police officer. You have to have a place where you can stay, like when you can keep it safely, like maybe a safe, and you have to prove that before you even get a gun. You have to have proof of a receipt that you bought one. And you have to, if the gun is being used, you know, in a, for a bad reason, not for self-defense or anything, you'd have to either pay a penalty, a huge penalty, or you'd get arrested depending on what the circumstances were. Yeah, I mean, that all makes sense. Yeah, and by the way, by the way, okay, you, you crossed five minutes, so that, that was very good, by the way. You made some very good points, and admittedly, I'm sort of leaning to your side already, but I was like, she's making a lot of sense. That all sounds good to me. So, um, yeah, that was that was very well articulated. Although that word wasn't articulated. <laughs> there we go. Horrible. Too many I'm, beers. I'm, yeah, I've had several <laughs> beers. Um, so open-minded and don't like. Yeah. Don't just listen. Don't try to make arguments in your head before you even listen to what's being yeah. said. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when you debate, you're just trying to make arguments in your head without even listening to what's being said, just to prove your point. We're talking about yeah. lies here. We're not talking about, it's not politics. It's not, it's, it's, it's lives. It's real human lives. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think that's sort of the problem with everything is that people go into the discussion already 100% sold on a fight in defending their space instead of kind of being like okay so what do you have to say about that like i'm interested you know whereas like i guess maybe just because i'm not a hundred percent on any kind of topics i don't have really strong feelings about anything like that you like any of the topics people argue about i'm I'm never like a hundred percent no abortions are fine or no they're absolutely wrong it's like i'm sort of in between like well it depends on the circumstances whatever you know so um all that being said, all right, so we got Mindfuck here, and she's, you know, what do you say, 60, 65% towards pro-guns? 60, I'm going to explain my position. Okay, please do. Um, it's not very uh, far off hers, actually. I'm going to preface everything I say with my belief that I agree there should be extensive mental health checks. I'm also big, um, there should be a safety course before you're allowed to own a gun. Yeah. Um, you know, operation and safety. I think that all guns should be registered, and I don't think you should be able to have a gun if you have a criminal history, especially of violence, um, drug use, robbery, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I, I, I um, don't think anybody should be allowed to have a gun um, stronger than, uh, I don't think like AK-15s, anything like that should be owned by the public. Like um, AR-15. AR-15. Kind of the, I'm yeah, sorry. That's a big yeah. one now. Yeah. But I'm going to start by saying that any pro-gun in me comes from the fact that I was raised in the country. I was raised where everybody had guns. Um, we all hunted, that sort of thing. 
And I was raised to respect guns. I grew up shooting them. I grew up seeing what they could do. I was, you know, hardcore taught things like always have your safety on, never point them at a person, never point them towards the road, all of that. And there were never shootings where I grew up. And I think a lot of that has to do with the culture that I grew up in, the fact that guns were something to be revered and respected. We were taught from an early age their power and what they were for and what they were not for. Um, you know, we were taught what you kill, you eat, that sort of thing. Um, but, and I think that the issue does go beyond guns. Um, open access to guns is a huge part of the problem. But these mass shootings are a relatively new thing in our society, and we're not going to solve the issue just by banning guns or regulating guns. We have to regulate guns, but we also have to look at mental health um, and the social issues that are causing these problems. If you look at the profiles of these shooters, they have common profiles, um, you know, psychotropic medications, mental illness, um, a history of violence, um, hurting animals and women, violent video games, uh, social ineptness, being a loner. All of those things are red flags that we have to look at. And by just banning guns, we're not going to get to the root of the problem. There will still be hurting, angry, violent people out there. So while I think gun regulation is necessary, I don't think that banning guns for all responsible Americans is the way to keep Americans safe. I think that the way to keep Americans safe is to do our best to keep guns out of the hands of dangerous people and to take care of the hurting and dangerous people in our society. Um, yeah, I mean, and there is something to be said for the argument that if guns are outlawed, only criminals will have guns. The logistics of taking guns away from every American is impossible. All right, so first off, thank both of you for being so well-mannered and letting the other one finish their point because those are both valid points and I'm right back in the fucking middle where I started. <laughs> so, um, but I guess, um, I guess sort of my in-between argument is that, you know, there's not a perfect solution, you know, but if, if we didn't have any guns, there would be no shootings. Mm -hmm. If there were no guns, there'd be no shootings, right? Thing is, if you got rid of guns, you know, like you, we were not selling guns to people anymore. There'd be a bunch of guns out there already, right? People would get guns somehow and potentially still commit the crimes. I get that. You know, that all makes sense. Um, but so I, I figure the, the two extreme examples that people tend to use in these arguments are school shootings, right? Where one person takes out a whole bunch of innocent people. And the other example is like one person in a liquor store and some gun owner shoots them down and stops them before they kill people, right? Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the polar opposites that I see where it's like, this is our example of like, this guy could have killed a bunch of people if we didn't shut him down with a, this man with a gun. And the other side being like, well, this one school shooter shot up 50 fucking people, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, and both are, you know, valid fucking points. I totally get it, you know? But I think, at least from the two of you, obviously you don't, rec you know, represent everybody in the fucking world but you know um you both agree that like yeah people don't need ar-15s right. yeah. semi-automatic <laughs> yeah. rifles you right. know that 
served no purpose. You don't need that to hunt a fucking deer or whatever. Nobody should have that except the military. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would I would totally agree, you know. That, and um that so I for instance, where I commented on it. Go ahead. Have you actually looked at it, like seen the video? Oh, yeah. of like of the I've seen the videos of the school students where they were taking videos with their cell phones. That's yeah. all I've seen so it far. It was freaking terrifying. I was like, yeah. Oh my god, I cannot imagine me as a grown ass adult, which I don't consider myself, but you know, yearly I am by 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 count. <laughs> yeah. I am an adult legally. I don't consider yeah. myself like I cannot imagine how they feel. I mean, poor kids. Like you can just hear pop 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 so quick. And you, you know yeah. people are dying then when you hear every part, it's a person going down and you're just out there trying to hide a way to just survive. And you're just 15, 14, like you just, you don't know what's, you don't know this. I mean, you're a teenager, but teenagers yeah. are just like, what? It's just hormones. You, you don't know what's risk. You don't know what's nothing. You don't, you, you shouldn't go through this when you're a kid. You just should not. This should not happen to you. You should be protected by adults, right? Um, I just yeah. I just felt that just shocked me so much. I just felt so bad for them and for the people that died. Like, I'm not going for taking everyone's gun away because I understand that people groan with it. And that's something like, you know, that's a part of you. But... Think about it this way. If we would implement gun control, don't you think you and your family would pass it? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I agree with gun control. Absolutely. I think you're absolutely right on that. Um, I also think that schools should have more security, too. Um, that kid never should have made it into the school with that. Um, he was 19 years old. He was an adult. Yeah, can you tell me, how do you hide a gun? Isn't it like a long that gun? Isn't it like a long gun? Like, how do you even make, how do you even hide it? <laughs> like, how do you even go? Well, they break down. They disassemble. Yeah. He either had it. I don't know the whole story, but um, you can pull the end off. Um, It was either in a backpack or he would have had it inside a hoodie, something like that. I don't know how mm -hmm. he got it in. But there are ways to do it. Um, he never should have had that kind of gun. Yeah. Uh, and he never should have, you know, why can't we set up, you know, you have to go through a metal detector to get into a courthouse. Why not a school? And why shouldn't we have security in schools in cities that big at this stage? Um, you know, it's kind of like nuclear weapons. We are not going to disarm the world because everybody has nuclear weapons. Yeah. People have guns in America for right now. Um, if I could make all of the guns disappear, that would be great, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. So we should be we should have precautions. You should have to go through a security to check to get into schools. Yeah. And, you know, as well as with owning a gun, you just should go you should go through specific procedures to be able mm -hmm. to own a gun or the people that already own a gun should just go through these procedures in order to keep it. And I'm pretty sure, yeah. honestly, I'm absolutely sure that most of the people, most of the people that already have a gun are responsible and they're going to pass all of these procedures because, you know, right. the one with malicious intentions, they're not the ones. But for some reason, mm -hmm. a lot of them are so opposed to these 
procedures that none of it will happen ever. And then these bad people with malicious intentions are able to get a gun so easy and do all these bad things. And I'm like, I just, well, it, why are you so worried? You're going to be able to keep your gun. You're just going to have to just, it's going to be a little harder. You're going to have to go to sub, through some procedures. But that's for the good of all. That's for the good of your family. That's good of, for the good of yeah. other families. Like, it's just... Right. It's I agree. I I agree completely. I can tell you why they're so opposed to the regulations. Um, they're afraid that the government will overstep and um, begin to take guns or deny guns to people that should be responsibly legal to own them. There is a big mistrust of government in America. Yeah, but if you combine everyone, again, it's the power of people. It's the government won't like like the government is not doing now because everyone is still opposed to gun regulations. Mm -hmm. It's the same way if we would come to a consensus to set these. OK, so we need it's like with a relationship with marriage. OK, so when you both have different views, what do you do in order to like have peace? You come to a compromise. You just have to find a compromise and you go from there. Both sides are slightly happy. You know what I mean? Like no one is going to be fully happy, but both sides are slightly right. happy. So the same way here, if, if we vote for certain rules, okay, so these are going to be the rules. Pass psychological check, background check, interview with police, aim check, you know, safe place to keep it. Okay, you know, you're good to go. And, you know, there's like a specific types of guns that you can know too. Okay, you pass all that, you're gonna go. Here's your gun. That's it. <laughs> like Right, I agree so completely and I think there's there's another point that everybody's missing. Everybody is lobbying for federal um change. Everybody wants the federal government to change the laws. Mm -hmm. Uh we are better off lobbying for state change. Um, if more blue states could get their um, could get their legislators to pass gun control, it would be easier to do in like California, New England, those sorts of places. Um, if you start with the states, and this is how we legalize gay marriage, this is how we're going to legalize marijuana. Um, if we enacted gun control on the state level in some states, we could prove that these states with more gun control have fewer mass shootings and then it, it would work on the federal level the federal government would then step in everybody wants the um the federal government to change it you should be lobbying for your state to change it hmm. okay that's a good point I'm not, i didn't think of that that's a good point yeah we're a confederacy we're a republic we're not a unified nation mm -hmm. um if we cause state change first it will spread to the federal government it'll be um easier to do gotcha. so you're better off calling your congressman than trying to get the white house to make the changes Interesting. Hmm. that's a really good point I've, i did not know that I, I didn't even think of that well i uh I still don't know where to fucking stand. <laughs> I think we all pretty much agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree that there should be gun control. I was just highlighting yeah. why there's so much resistance and why there is somewhat of a love of guns in this country. When I shoot a gun, it's not because I want to kill things. I feel good about it because it's something I did with my father, if that makes sense. Okay. It's like fishing. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so I'm I'm in the middle, right? 
And admittedly, I'm stealing a lot of this argument from the comedian Jim Jeffries, but he really, he made a lot of valid points in his stand-up a couple years ago where he was talking about gun control and like, you know, so it's like people talk about how like, well, I, I need to be able to defend me and my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, who's coming to kill you and your family, man? You know, like, chill the fuck out. Like, if somebody breaks in your house... They probably just want your fucking TV. They're probably not trying to kill you. You know what I right. mean? Right. There's a big paranoia in this yeah. country, too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Let me tell you something. You know, at home, um, I I did not grow up here, but back home, people, you know, were not allowed to have firearms. However, people right. have these weird, like, and I know because my dad always tells me about it. And my grandpa used to own one. It was like a weird type of gun, but it would shoot salt. I don't know what to call it. If you ever heard of it? Oh, I've heard yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would shoot, and that's how they would protect their property, like from burglars or something. It would shoot salt. And my parents, like my father, my grandpa, would always make this joke, like, "Yeah, if someone like would try to come in, like, or like just pack salt." Yeah, we would just that's interesting. Them. And apparently, like if. It hurts really bad. Like, you cannot be on that place for, like, a whole week. It just, like, burns you. But it doesn't kill yeah. you. Because, I mean, even, like, people are so obsessed with their property and, like, oh, this is my property. No one step in and blah, blah, Again, let's think about kids. Sometimes they do stupid things. They don't think about, you know, what they're doing. I mean, when you're a teenager... You just don't have the sense of risk. You don't assume like now when you're an adult, oh shit, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. When you're a teenager, right. work like that. Oh, that's cool. Let's try it. Let's do it. You know, I mean, think about yourselves when you were that age and you know, they do stupid stuff. So imagine if, a, you know, they would just try to go in that a, a random person's property, like in a random person's yard to swim in their pool, let's say. And that that person that owns the house would just shoot them. Well, it's actually illegal to shoot someone on your property unless they come into your house in the dark. It has to be after dark, and they have to be inside your house. Okay. Or it's illegal. Um, that is a law. It's illegal. um, it's illegal to shoot someone on your property unless they come in your house in the middle of the night. Oh, okay, good. Because I was thinking, I was like. That's crazy. If they're just able to shoot someone, they're not property. They're not okay. That's good. Yeah, that's illegal. If you do that, you will go to jail. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, (laughs) I think the fear is that somebody will try to come into your house to rob you, and they will have a gun because they're criminals, and you don't have a gun because you're not a criminal. I think that's the ultimate fear. Um, Yeah, and again, not all the criminals afford guns that's why they come and rob houses right because they probably cannot afford you know to have things so they just well, rob other well they people. don't they don't get those guns legally either like i know a lot of people that have had guns stolen from them um but yeah but i think again the shooting issue we have to look at the kids that are doing these shootings um there's a lot of other variables you know you have to ask yourself what is causing them to want to kill dozens of their peers in the first place. And while gun regulation is important, I think we're missing the bigger part of the issue if we don't address what's causing people to do these shootings. I actually read a piece about a tribe in South America, um, you know, centuries ago, 
that had a problem with mass killings. Obviously, they didn't have guns, but they did have people, and I forget the term for it, but um, they would just kill dozens of people just, like, off the cuff. And now, now, how so? Like, all at once? or Just, like, like run around killing them until they okay. were constrained. All right. It became a thing. One person did it, and then a bunch of people did it. It was like, we have a problem now. Yeah. I was trying to find the article on it for this, but I couldn't. Um, but they stopped it. They actually stopped this problem. And the way that they stopped it was by when a person did this, they erased their name, they burned all of their belongings, and they killed them on the edge of, you know, the village. They killed them. And they weren't allowed to talk about that person anymore. Eventually, these killings stopped. And what they found was it stopped because the people doing the killing were doing it for a sense of infamy. I think we have some of that now. These guys that are doing these killings, they're loners. Nobody likes them. They're bullied. They're very reclusive. And then suddenly their name is all over the news. Boston Bomber. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. We don't remember the victims. We remember the killer. And I think if we were to have some sort of policy saying that if you commit a mass, if somebody commits a mass killing, we don't say their name. We don't show their picture. And we put them away quietly. I think that would solve a lot of the problem. Hmm. Well, yeah, you're right. Good luck doing that, though, with all the press these days. Yeah, yeah, I think it gives them way too much attention. Yeah, there'll have to be another regulation to, like, a law or something to not, you know, expose them. Because otherwise, the press is going all over it. Yeah. It's a fucking mess. It's a big fucking mess is what it is. Um I mean, because that's the thing. It's like, even when to say, like, more regulation, more this, it's like, what does that mean? Mm. What do you mean, more regulation? Like, what? And nobody in America likes that phrase. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, and if you think it's not the first problem of this sort we've had, if you think through um, the late 1800s, then again in the 20s and 30s, and then again in the 60s and 70s, we had serial killer problems. Um, The hot thing to do was to be a serial killer. And you don't hear about that as much lately. Nobody's running around murdering, you know, a bunch of blonde women or, you know, yeah. we don't have. I haven't been caught yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have had problems like what? this before. <laughs> we just have to figure out how to solve the problem without punishing all Americans while yeah. doing it. Like I said, I'm not against regulation. We need more regulation. But we also need to figure out how to stop. What's driving these young boys to kill a bunch of people? Yeah. Have you heard about this um, grandma that reported her grandson that she was planning a school shooting? That's good for her. Uh, I heard about a guy reporting his daughter. No. so I saw that. Yeah, that was different. So just recently, a grandma, apparently, she was going through her, her grandson's room and she found a diary was she was where she was detail like in detail planning to shoot people at his school and she found a, in a guitar case like a a long shotgun too like a, I don't know what it what's it called but just like a gun pretty much exactly the one that the Florida uh, shooter had 
And she she called 911 and she reported him. And they said that, like, his diary was explicitly, like, saying that, yes, I'm going to plan this shooting and I'm going to try to make it a lot better so police won't catch me. I'm going to perfect it from uh, every other one. But he was indeed planning to do it. Like, it's becoming a trend. And that's, I thought that that's the craziest thing in the world. And grandma, yeah, the grandma, obviously, she did the right thing. And she she reported the, the her grandson to the police. And she potentially saved a bunch of lives. But he was seriously planning it. Like, <laughs> like, I was like yeah, it's, it's become a trendy thing now. It's what, you know, it's blaze of glory sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, and how did that kid have that gun again that was that he already have the, had the gun but he, he he just needed to finish up his plan that was all that was standing in his way is finishing up the plan how you know how to not get caught by the police and so on how to kill more people like he wanted to kill as many people as he could like to just outnumber the other shooters and i was like that's yeah cool. he already had the what like the, it wasn't a problem for him to get the weapon the problem was for him was how to shoot as many people as possible before getting caught. And I was just shocked again. And that just happened recently, like maybe one, two days ago. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, seriously, that was his problem. How to shoot more more people, not how to get this deadly weapon. And he was, Mm -hmm. he was again, like he was 18, I think. So, Yeah. Well, and even with regulations, people are going to be able to get guns even when they're not supposed to. But I mean, they cost Which, a lot more than what they cost now yeah. because they're so common now. You know, their prices would drop. But if they would be so uncommon, their price would be a lot higher. So the mm-hmm. regular teenagers won't be able to afford them. So if they go, well, nobody should have with a knife. Someone can put them down before they can kill 17 people. They will try to wound maybe one person, and then 17, like 17 people can jump at them instead of running away. Because, you know, when you have a gun, everyone's going to run away from you. No one's going to try to stop you because you can kill them. But if you have a less deadlier weapon, if you try to kill someone with a less deadlier weapon, you can be stopped just so much easier. So many more lives right. could be... Well, can, can I propose something radical? What if we made all guns have a max of two bullets? Well, yeah, nobody should have a semi-automatic. Nobody. Right? Um, <laughs> you can't kill a lot of people with two fucking bullets and have to, hold on, I got to reload. You tackle your ass. You'd be fucking done. Right? But there, yeah. you got your goddamn gun. At max, you killed two people if you're a crack shot. The hard thing is, is that we don't know that he bought that gun. Um, even if I had, if I say, um, back when I was 16 years old, if I was 16 and I'd wanted to shoot up a school, I wouldn't have been able to buy a gun because I was 16. But I had access to Potter County's most ridiculous arsenal. <laughs> like if I had wanted a gun. I had several locations to pick from to get that gun from people who had registered their guns, had followed all the regulations. Yeah. Guns exist whether they're regulated or not. Yeah, you could steal a gun right, from right. somebody who totally passed all of the right. fucking tests, right? So we need so. to regulate them, but we also need to address the issue of these kids that yeah. feel the urge to do these things. Thank you. And actually, yeah. you made me remember of one thing that I wanted to ask. Um, I saw that a lot of people bring up that, you know, 
it's because of how the these kids are the way they are because of how the society is these days and because of video games and i was thinking about that yeah. because my husband is a gamer you know but and he's been a gamer pretty much his whole life i think he's <laughs> yeah he's out there yeah. playing now you know but obviously he doesn't have these reasons i was thinking to ask you know you maybe pistol maybe someone else in you know in the in the podcast that played video mm. games since they were younger like if that you think that the video games somehow or the movies too somehow impacted you and you think they made you less compassionate Right. This is actually one area my husband and I disagree on. Um, I do think the video games have something to do with it, but not in the way that you think. Um, there's a difference between correlation and causation. So not every kid that plays violent video games wants to shoot up a school, mm -hmm. but every kid that has shot up a school has played violent video games. All right. And I think it has something to do with, A, how early they're allowed to do it, um, it also has to do with their brains. All of these kids have also been on, like, ADHD medication, that sort of thing, from an early age that does change the way the brain develops. And I, you know, my husband played a lot of those games when he was young, but we knew each other when we, when we were little. And I can remember him playing a game, and he would yell at the TV. And when he did that, his mom would yell at him. She'd say, you're getting too involved. Or, Name. I'm sorry. She would say, um, Jaguar, you're getting too involved. Turn the game off. And that's good parenting. She understood that he was failing to recognize the difference between reality and the game. Uh -huh. But I don't think these kids had mothers like that. Uh -huh. I don't think they had parents to say, turn off the game. And the parents fall too. I got I got one point. point to make real okay. quick. So how about the fact that Ben is in here creeping and not saying a fucking word? Uh -huh. <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm Ben. Sitting, what are you I'm doing here? I didn't want to interrupt, but yeah. <laughs> Hi, Ben. I just heard a bing, and because right then you threw your hand up and went like that, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Because I heard bing, you know, and I was like, "What did you just call in?" And then I looked, and I was like. And I, I even punched his number. I was like, 252, and I pumped it in my phone, and it was like, Ben Boy. I was like, Ben, what are you doing? Just sitting in the fucking background, creeping like you... <laughs> there, there were people talking, and I didn't want to interrupt with the fact that there have been recent scientific studies as recently. This one that I have up from the University of New York from January 16th, 2018. And the title of the study is No Evidence to Support Link Between Violent Video Games and Behavior. It's a, ah. it's a scapegoat that people who want to get yeah. rid of guns use to try and get rid of guns, even though there's no real reason for it. Oh, I don't want to get rid of guns. Yeah, I don't right. either. I like, I like shooting um, animals. All right, so hold on one second here. All right, so this is getting complicated. Deanna, can you hear Ben talking? <laughs> I can. Okay, okay. So, like, you guys are both calling in to the, the virtual phone number. And then we're all on microphones here. Okay, so I wasn't sure if you could all hear each other and everything. So here's the thing. Ben, he's he's a little different than most people because he does like men and his asshole. I mean, that's only happened with you, so. Oh, you don't tell people that, you <laughs> son of a bitch. It's going to happen every time. God damn it. Yeah, every time I make a joke about him, he just turns it right around on me. Oh, <laughs> good luck. Um... All right, so uh, 
I don't know. What, what, what valid points do we have left? Ben, do you got any opinions on guns? I would love to hear this. I mean, I, I haven't been listening to anything you guys have said. So if I start repeating some stuff that's already gone over, let me know. But uh, I think the, the major gun issue in our country is the availability to people who have no business having guns, i.e. people with mental health right. issues, be it, uh, you know, some sort of any sort of instability to any sort of diagnosed depression or, you know, mental disease as far as Alzheimer's or just anything that could lead somebody to do something reckless and then they could turn around and say, I wasn't in control. It wasn't my fault. Like, um, yeah. So we all agree. Yeah. What do you think, Jaguar? You're awful quiet over there, little fucking bitch. I don't have a microphone, so. <laughs> Lean in. Tell them how you feel about guns. Uh, it's so difficult. It's such a pain in the butt. Yeah, I pretty much agree with what everyone else has said, and. I think pretty much all the points have been made at this point that yeah. guns dead. are not necessarily the problem, that it's to simplify it, it's people, and we need to figure out a way to uh, get to the root of the problem, figure out why all these people want to do this and, and stop that, whether that's yeah. mental health issues or a matter of five minutes of fame and glory because I shot up a school, which is fucking retarded because now you're gonna spend the rest of your life in jail you dumb idiot but yeah. you know that's that's kind of the, the main you thing, know we're so. missing on this show is a person who's a hundred percent guns we need I, sebastiani i can pretend i can be my dad let yeah. me be my dad for a minute okay, okay. i'm gonna be my father we'll do a do an accent at least okay do a voice. okay hang on give me a second let me get in character yeah you're all dumbasses. yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> God damn it! Is that it? Y'all dumbasses. Our founding fathers, our our founding fathers, good Christian men. Thomas Jefferson was not an atheist. Anyway, our fathers, good Christian men. They all they all wrote it right into the Constitution that everybody should be able to have guns, whatever guns they want to have, because we need to be able to protect ourselves not only from each other but from the government from itself. The government. Because when the government turns on us, we're all going to want to be able to kill the government because they want to enslave us. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the argument <laughs> yeah. that a lot of people use for guns. Like, we got to be able to defend ourselves against the government, right? It's like, either. well, they got goddamn nukes now, you know? <laughs> you don't just... <laughs> Can I just say I know her father, and that was actually a really damn good impression. Wait, wait, I'm not good. And also, without guns, how would I feed my family? We got fall deer season. We got spring deer season. We got secret summer deer season. Hey, yeah. <laughs> secret turkey season. We got turkey season. Family. All year squirrel season. Family. So there's there's fishing. Don't ever, you know, there's fishing. You can only fish in the spring because the government puts regulations on goddamn fishing. Well, okay. to be fair, yeah, I mean, fish are like super endangered. Yeah, yeah they're like only, going. You can only fish. You can only fish from like March to August. What am I gonna do between August and March? How am I supposed to feed my goddamn kids? <laughs> yeah. you, you pick the one you love the least, and you kill him, and then you feed everybody. I'm out of <laughs> yeah. kids to kill. Yeah. Yeah, but you can... I did that two years ago. Like, you can just have them and grow them, like cows and chicken 
and she can give you eggs, so you can, you know, you you can just go from there. Have a whole. Oh, I know that. <laughs> Let me give you a scenario, though. You have a cow. Cow has a baby. You kill the cow. You don't get milk anymore, and you don't get any more baby cues. Cows. That's my bad. Cows. I fucked that up. How'd you fuck? I can cow? hear me twice. I fixed it. There we go. Okay. I got it. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> it was a mess over here. Farming takes longer than hunting. <laughs> It, and it's more expensive. But it can't taste good. It's possible. You know, you're not stuck. <laughs> it, there's possibilities. Again, compromise. No, I know. We had we had homesteads too, and I'm just playing a character. I don't agree <laughs> with my father completely. You don't you don't <laughs> love Fox News? I can't just heart. Oh no, he loves Fox News so much. I'm pretty sure he masturbates to Bill O'Reilly and Sean Hannity on a regular basis. <laughs> Isn't Bill O'Reilly off the air? Didn't they? Oh kick yeah, him off? he molested yeah, everybody. He got I would also do that if I was a man in power. I mean, so did Bill Cosby, and he was yeah. super friendly. Yeah. So, I mean. Why you are not a man no, I, I love my dad to death, but that is his that is his position, and I can fully embody it. That's why I'm yeah. able to be the translator for the far right. Yeah. Okay, so, I don't know. Does anybody have any closing statements? Because, I mean, I feel like that was a lot of valid points, and I am right where I started... <laughs> What, what, so, what think, were you hoping to get out of this conversation? Because I know you were asking about it and posting about it on Facebook and stuff. What were you kind of looking for out of all of this conversation? Subscribers. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, I, I definitely thought it would be like an interesting topic, you know, for anybody to listen to. But I mean, for me, I mean, I'm definitely mostly anti-guns which i mean even that term alone is not an accurate term i'm guess i guess i'm more pro control or whatever you want to say but um yeah yeah but i mean i i don't know i mean i just kind of would like to hear the other side of the story of people that are like you know pro guns 100 percent and like don't take my fucking guns this is why we need our guns, which, I mean, honestly, we don't have anybody on the show that's well, that I far. I can tell you, you know, that that so. is about protecting yourself from an overreaching government, yeah. number one. That is the main reason they are pro-gun. They think it's more important to be able to protect yourself. Which is ridiculous. And your family. You see the SWAT team kicking my neighbor's door. If he had a gun, yeah. he'd be fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> but it's about, it's about being able to stand up to tyranny Yeah, and um, protect your family and... Um, for my family, at least, it was about feeding your family. And I know that nothing is that simple. There is more nuance to this than either extreme can handle. Yeah. And that's why I stand in the middle. Pro-regulation, but let the old men shoot their deer. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. everyone wants that. It's, it's not like... I, that's why it's called gun control. It's not called anti-gun or no guns it's just called right. control and i feel like we're all on the same page and if we're all on the same page it means a lot more people are on the same page they just don't understand each other because they yell over each other so much that they miss each other's points they're not open to yeah. new stuff and as we saw well, the no one's trying to take everyone's guns away or it's just mm -hmm. more regulations more control and with that everyone will be able to keep most of everyone will be able to keep their gun they'll just have to go through a little bit more steps to keep their gun but again that's for 
everyone's yeah. safe. Mm -hmm. It's for everyone's, you know, you just could protect you Absolutely. by going through these regulations. You could protect your family. And that's what we yeah, I mean to make sure that people hear that, you know, the people that are so, they're holding to their guns so for so much. They need to hear that, that no one's trying to take away your gun. You, if, if these, if the gun regulation take place, think about it. You're going to be able to keep your gun because you'll pass the mental health. You'll pass the police health, the, t the test, the police mm -hmm. health test. You're going to have a place where to hold it because you already have a gun. You obviously have a place where you can keep it. You know what I mean? Like you will pass these tests. You'll just have to go. Right. And uh -huh. you have to get a license and register your car to drive. You should have to do the same thing to have a gun. You, yes. Well, it's yeah. a deadly weapon. You really should. Shut up, Ben. Well, well, I don't know if you guys touched on Illinois at all, but Illinois has the strictest gun laws in the state or in the the country. And yeah, in the state, that's a good one, Ben. You stupid idiot. And the uh, Chicago has the worst murder rates with guns and crime rates with guns in the country. So yeah, yeah. that's that's why I have my point about we have to find the root of the problems, not just regulate guns. That's not going to solve it. Yeah. Uh, hashtag free healthcare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A whole another topic. Want me to pretend to be my dad again? Next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn freeloaders. Damn it, Bobby. It's not free. Yeah. Everybody has to pay for it. I know, but we all pay taxes. That's I their point. <laughs> yeah. Kill us on my patients. Oh. Just it just gives me gray hairs when I look at how much taxes is being taken out. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Goddamn government taking my taxes. <laughs> um, well, uh, I mean, overall, I think that couldn't have gone any better. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody was in good spirits and just wanted to yeah. discuss it openly I think and we honestly. We all agree. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we all agree that like you don't need an AR-15. You know, when you're out of your fucking mind if you think that you do. When, you know, fuck was, you, Ben. When was the last time you shot an AR-15? I'll tell you when I About when my last ago. time was. It was never. But yeah, we I, bought my dad one for Christmas. I, I, I bet got, it's fun. I got I got Friday and Saturday off next week. So, and I know there's a couple of shooting ranges in Fort Wayne. So, we're see, gonna party. You see where I'm going with this? Maybe we. We Next podcast, and... like we gotta have guns. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun! <laughs> Feels so powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, uh, I uh, I don't really got much else for you guys to say, so I'm gonna kick you off the podcast. Thank you so much, Diana. You were a great guest, and Ben, you're a fucking piece of shit, but I still like you. Yeah, I like. <laughs> nice to too. meet all of you. Met ben. Okay, nice uh, to meet you, Diana. It was very nice to talk to you. Yay, bye-bye. Good night. Hashtag you too. Bye-bye. Right, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jaguar. That's what they said. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't even do anything, but that's cool. Alright, now you're back. Now you got your own mic. You Here moderated. We go. Oh, shit. I hardly moderated. Okay, so a little, little post-debate. I gotta say... That was awesome. That went even better than I expected. That did. Technical issues, none. <laughs> like, on yeah, my, I mean, my engineering was really end was great. fucking solid. <laughs> so, I felt like we were on the same page coming from different directions. Yeah. See, that was cool because, like, I think Diana is from, I want to say Bulgaria. Okay. 
I probably no. Mm-hmm. One of those countries. Bolivia. No, you no. way out. That's South America. Okay, you're right. I yeah. don't know. I was just throwing up B uh, words. It's, I don't think it's Bulgaria. I think it's a different one. Some other Bosnia. country like I barely heard of. You know, yeah, that's closer. Um, but anyways, yeah. So she comes from a culture that's super anti-gun. Like nobody has guns. They don't have gun violence. They don't have school shootings. It doesn't exist because nobody has guns. Which is totally fucking valid. Well, we have you know, to remember, but... too, that Europe's a little more developed than us. They've been around longer. Mm. Um, we are still a country. We're kind of, like, just hitting puberty. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Europe has Which been... Which is a weird concept. Yeah. yeah. Europe has been through the dark ages. <laughs> we got the best internet. Yeah, we do. No, no, Africa actually has the best internet, believe it or not. We'll get to that. Okay. That's... <laughs> but <laughs> parts of it... Um, yeah, I mean, we're still growing, and we still have this fear of government because it was only 250 years ago. Which is a long time, not by the that way. Long, <laughs> not that long in the world stage, though, if you think Europe's had yeah. its shit in a pile forever. Yeah. Um, we just gave the middle finger to Britain 250 years ago. Yeah. We still have this underlying subconscious fear of being subdued. Yeah. And... That's where this, you know, protect yourself from the government thing comes from. We're a country founded on the idea of fuck the government. Right. I, I want to say it's on um, Always Sunny in Philly. They had an episode where they were talking about gun control. And it was like a, you know, hot topic, obviously. And uh, somebody was saying something about like, yo, we need some new laws to determine, you know, how we're going to handle the situation. And I think it was Mac was like, we don't need laws to tell us how to live our lives we had people do that 250 years ago when they wrote the constitution right <laughs> and it was like that's yeah. also equally ridiculous you know what i mean right. that like hundreds of years ago they're gonna pass laws that last forever i mean right. come on that's kind of crazy but too, the idea you know, was so. that they didn't pass laws the constitution yeah. wasn't about laws it was about ideas yeah ideas that we all have equal rights and that we all have the right to protect ourselves from the government. We're one of the first countries in the world to say the government doesn't rule us. Right. We rule it. Right. Um, we elect it to carry out our wishes. And we feel, you know, underneath everything, that one of the ways we ensure that happens is that by some means we have the ability to protect ourselves from it. And... You know, we led the world in that. That idea started revolutions all over the place. France, you know, Britain, and Germany. And that idea, we feel, you know, people that are super gun lovers and stuff. And even people who aren't. It's just very American to feel like that the right to protect yourself and rule your own government. And See, I don't feel that. I'm American as fuck. You are. I think I got no interest in guns. You know, no, it's like but not just the guns, but the idea that the government doesn't rule you. You rule. I like it. that. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. So it's yeah. not just about the guns. You think that you do that by voting yeah. and by being an active citizen and paying your taxes and yeah. following the rules and caring for your fellow Americans. But gun lovers add that other element, that part of how they do that is by having the means to, at the very least, go down with their fists flying. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, 
that last thing, I think it, I don't know, maybe, maybe I misunderstand it. I, I wish Sebastiani was here, but like, I feel like it comes down to fear, like a fear of like, well, what if blank? Oh yeah, it I want to have a gun oh, in that situation. Sure. Oh, it you know, definitely it's like, is. Yeah. Well, Do you think that's going to happen? Because that's ridiculous. You also have to think you know? culturally so. too, that the people, you know, the gun loving conservatives for the most part, I think like a lot of people in the Fort Wayne type area don't understand where this comes from. But where I grew up, that fear is more pressing. Um, the what if scenario, because going hungry, even in the early 2000s, was a real thing. Or dangerous neighbors was a real thing. That's true in the inner cities, too, um, where there's a lot of gun issues. Yeah. And wild animals, real thing. We regularly had a bear on our porch. Oh, yeah. And wolves and coyotes. And, you know, those were real problems. Fox, yeah. fox, literally fox in the hen house. Chickens feed your family. Sure. There's a fox killing the chickens. Well, see, yeah, like the yeah. country versus the suburb. Those are like right. almost two different worlds. And that's why I say oh, it's about. Yeah. Totally yeah, different. That's why know? I say it's about states' rights, too. Where we come from, there are different needs than here. You pretty much need to have a gun in mm. Potter County if you're going to have any sort of means to take care of yourself yeah or even any sort of street credit like it is a form of street credit if you don't have a gun you know nobody likes you <laughs> you're a pussy of a man yeah and so you can't make the same laws for a major metropolis that you make for the backwoods yeah yeah and i mean it it's a fucking mess is the is the short thing to say about it? I mean, because both both ways are just. I totally see both sides. I totally do. Like each one, I'm kind of like that's totally true and that's totally true. Um, that's but, why I think the safety training is a big thing. Background checks, and yeah. I think it's cultural too. When you're a kid growing up in the country where there are no gun issues, nobody shoots anybody. Yeah. Um, you learn very early what it feels like to take a life. I don't think any one of us can't say that we had to shoot something. And when you shoot a small animal as a child, you you realize that there's no real power or glory in being behind a, a high-powered rifle. You know, there there's there's no danger from a distance. And you you know, our ancestors killed animals with spears okay yeah they were up in there they could die doing it but when you kill something with a gun you learn very quickly a to respect that life and b that it doesn't feel very good you know in yeah. a way it feels good because you did something you aimed you I hit my target yeah you hit your target you put dinner on the table but at the same time, you walk away knowing that something that didn't even know you were there died. Yeah. And I don't think- I'm not sure everybody has that same level of appreciation. That somebody's like, hey, I hit the thing. And oh, yeah, you're that. right. You're oh, right. You're right. You're sure. right. But yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. And I don't- And I think on some level, even those hillbillies know that because they're very careful. If you ever see a redneck with a gun, it's down. It's pointing down. Safety's the on. The safety's on. If you ever point a gun in front of a true redneck or hillbilly towards a person or towards the road, they will, like, take their belt and beat your ass. Oh, yeah. Um, They know. I would agree, Hell yeah. yeah. And um, 
I don't think these kids walking into schools with a gun know what it feels like to kill until it's too late, until they've mowed down the school. Yeah. And I, I think that's a cultural problem. I think they're getting their hands on something they don't understand. Yeah, very possible. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Any any closing statements or how about this? Let's talk about let's talk about dicks. Oh my gosh! I think it's time to shut down the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I like dicks. Oh my yeah, god, you do! <laughs> don't put that in there. All right, so. I gotta be honest with you, mind fuck. All right, those are stupid fucking points. Okay, you're out of your goddamn mind if you think that people should have guns because they shouldn't, and it's it's fucking it's stupid, and I don't like it. I don't like it. You one know what? You know bit. what? You know you I've tried for as long as I can. Yeah. Here in Fort Wayne, I'm sick of all you liberal fucking oh, yeah. hippie city motherfuckers. Oh, I'm a liberal. Yeah. And I I'm I'm ready to end it all. I can't take it anymore. You're trying to yeah, take my rights away from me. Yeah, you don't need your goddamn guns. You're full of fucking shit. You know, as you're raised on this shit, and you want to take away the Second Amendment and the Constitution, and you want to keep me from defending myself and protecting my family and carrying out my rights, I'm done with all you fuckers. Whatever, fuck off. Are, are you, you, know you, know you seriously? You seriously? Dude, chill the whoa, fuck hey, out. Whoa, my no, fuck, no, this is not no. necessary. My I'm fuck, tired no. Of it. No, I'm listen, tired you need of to. All this. No, I'm, you need I'm to. I'm tired of all this. What the fuck? Seriously? <laughs>